Oh, children, this is a dark time. Some people, some people say it's darkest before the dawn, but I think what's been happening lately is it's darkest after it's dark. It's just getting darker and darker. I don't know. Some people just don't see a way out of all these strong men and all these corporations taking over everything and all this war and all this hopelessness. Yes, but I think there is one. I think there is one crack in Trump's wall. Oh, you can't. It's a hairline fracture. You can't almost find it, but there it is. Yes. Just a little, a little bit of sunlight sneaking through if we could just grab that. Yeah. I want to talk about that today. That little bit of sunlight. It's our only defense. It's our only plan we could possibly have. Because you know what's happened? The fallen angel has come down. The devil has come down out of the sky. Yes, this, this man, he's, he's taken all of the design of human desire, all of the, all the research that's been done about why we do things. He's taken it all and flipped it over to his own ends. Oh, oh, the darkness. I'm lost. I'm losing my way. Oh, but there's that crack of light. Yes, that bit of clarity. Oh, it's the most complicated, the most marvelous little bit of media. It's called talking and listening in the flesh. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's do that together now. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And the law that protects us and says we can do this. Oh, it's an old law from the late 1700s. It's called the First Amendment. 45 magical words. Bring them here. It's the most ancient thing. But it's the most modern avant-garde thing. We gotta get it back. Congress shall make no law. The police department shall make no law. Donald Trump shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or prohibiting the freedom of speech. Oh, the freedom of speech. I gotta say it. Are you listening? Tell me. Tell me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. The freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people the right of the people peaceably to protest, to protest, to protest, peaceably to gather, to get together in the parks, in the trees, in the fields, on the hill. Good morning, Reverend Billy here from the Church of Stop Shopping. Trying to exercise my First Amendment. (laughs) Trying to speak, trying to speak freely. Speaking to you, amen? Well, I'm, I'm going through what we're all going through here, just trying to figure out this unlikely juxtaposition, this whiplash, I feel, from one thing to the next. Everything's flipped around. Of course, the brilliant orange sunrise. And then in the middle of the day, the, 
brilliant blue sky just pulls me into the air. I'm looking up all the time. And the birds, the bold singing of the birds. I saw an indigo bunting in the middle of the street yesterday. Amazing. And then you come home and you've got this brutal Zoom. What bullshit. The Zoom technology. Can't hear anybody. Can't see anybody. People are flickering. Social distancing. <laughs> it's not six feet away. It's 600 miles away. But, on the other hand, here we are locked down. I hope you are locked down like I am with my loved ones, the people I would want to be with. My lovely partner, Savagery. Been married all these years. Love her more and more. Lena, the 10-year-old, whoo! She's just lighter than air, whirling and whirling, dancing, kicking. I think some kind of martial artist. Lovely Lena. And then at 7 p.m. we go down and we meet the neighbors. Well, now that's a new concept coming to us from this virus. Yeah, we're out there. Of course we have our masks on, but we're out there with musical instruments, cheering for the caregivers. Do you do this every day? Cheering for the frontline caregivers. And our landlady, Roberta, down on the first floor, sometimes she comes out. It's kind of uh, in the middle of the night for her, I think, or something. She's rubbing her eyes like she just woke up. But she's a nurse in an ICU. We're cheering for you, Roberta. And then after we're cheering, we go out and we talk to our neighbors the old-fashioned way. It's radical. It's the most intense media. Here you are. We're talking. We're listening. We're telling stories. Meeting the neighbors. And then here's that whiplash again. Here's that combination that thing that everything switched around. Yes, our neighbors. But then the people that represent us in the world, who take our money and spend it, who go around saying they are our government, our leaders, they are bloodletting killers. Trump, does he work for the coronavirus? Or does the coronavirus work for him? Is the coronavirus his new Vladimir Putin? He's whipping the country into fear and chaos. We're passing 80,000 dead. No regrets for this man. Orange. 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 We keep talking like it's a person, this orange person, but he's as much a place as a person this place called the United States that he walked into perfectly matched his orange coloration. And you and I mixed that paint. We built this bizarro place over the decades, and how did we build it? By producing and consuming it, by dying for it and from it, and by being passive as it overwhelmed us. Consumerism, racism, sexism, militarisms, some mysterious stealth technology insists that this is all normal, even noble, even the greatest nation on the earth. It is orange. We must demystify the Donald, stop the orange bleeding. If we only respond to Donald Trump with superior disdain or sorrow or laughter, then he will stay who he is as we melt into the orange monoculture and we see the orange staining the landscape, the clouds, the arctic ice, 
the springs and streams. But consider for a moment the opportunity this freak of America gives us. Trump, Trump swallowed the USA whole. He swallowed all its corporate marketing whole. He didn't even chew it. He's the king of branding. He puts the gold-plated Trump on every building in sight on beauty queens, airplanes, stakes, vacations. The economists for the 1% never wanted us to know everything, every living or dead thing is for sale. Nothing escapes. It's all orange. Amen. Well, so we put the First Amendment right up against orange. Two complete opposites, speaking freely and turning into an industrial automaton for the orange monoculture. Now, we're trying to make our way through these strange recombined realities that we find ourselves under the spell of the virus. Trying to make our way through this. We have the death of free speech and independence, and we have the future of this Orwellian orange world. That's the choice. So I have an indigo bunting right in front of me. This happened a couple days ago. Say that dark blue, beautiful bird is there on a branch in front of me. I want to report with my free speech rights. I want to report that bird to you. This seems to be what nature around us is inviting us to do right now. Am I right? This brilliant natural world. I can't do that. In the space between the bird and my senses, there's an obscuring, there's an intervention, there's a media that is unasked for that insists on being there. Silicon Valley, Hollywood, Wall Street, they are all there in that in-between. And they process with their magic, they process the indigo bunny, and then they give me the indigo bunny as an image on a screen or as a toy or as a clothing or something. And I pay them for it. I go into debt for it. I want to shop. I want to buy that indigo bunny. They're saying, yeah, 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 here you go. Here you go. But they said that they were necessary for me to make my observation, to speak freely. That is what we have to beat. That's why we can't reopen the economy right away. That's why we need more time to change. People, let's work on this together. It's, it's a terrible riddle, but it's very important. Let's do this work. Next, let's go straight to understanding one of the most intervening, I'll kill you, I'm invisible, I am dishonest companies that we have in recent years. Monsanto is the devil. Monsanto is the devil, pretends he's a scientist. The pest we need for this predator, an illusion with a kiss. That's where you and I come in, human superbug. With mother's instructions, save your seeds with love. Devil Monsanto, listen up. A seed, she's not alone. 
Hallelujah, Monsanto is the devil. Was there any doubt? <laughs> we know the devil when we see him, don't we? Let's remember these words. They're going to come up again and again in this sermon. Monsanto's the devil. He pretends he's a scientist. The pest that we need to defeat this predator. Evolution with a kiss. We need to be the human superbug. Mother Earth's instructions. Save your seeds with love. That's the superbug that will stop Donald Trump. Seeds. Loving seeds. All right. Let's remember those words. Now look, there's something very familiar about Monsanto. There's something very familiar about the Bayer Company. And it's the coronavirus. Bayer deals in powers that are submolecular, invisible. We cannot see them. We only see the results, which is cancer. Now thousands upon thousands of farmers are gathered in class actions. They're trying to get some money out of Monsanto and Monsanto's insurance companies before they die. The glyphosates in Monsanto's Roundup used for industrial GMO agriculture that has been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt to be lethally toxic. But the regulators never caught up to it. The regulators couldn't get there. They couldn't get the honest fact. Something was intervening between them and the thing. The material fact was not there for them. They couldn't protect us, the people. No, people were intervening. There was special effects. There was Silicon Valley and Wall Street and Hollywood. Everybody was coming in there. That was the profit center. And they couldn't tell us the truth. Oh, the Stop Shopping Choir, we got up and we stormed the Environmental Protection Agency when they were examining Monsanto. We burst out of the gallery singing. We stopped the whole thing. The scientists just stared at us and the Monsanto executives stared. What we were coming from was the fact the fact, the fact, we knew that we were already feeling what Monsanto and Bayer were. We, we didn't have to have them meet with Donald Trump. They were the first companies that met with Trump after he was elected. We didn't need that. We felt we had apocalypse fatigue. The honesty, the reality was already there. We were singing about it. Stop shopping choir. Take it away here.
flying, flying, flying with that honeybee. Honeybee is the first of our partners of the earth beings. Archaeologists tell us that we were making honey back, back, back at the beginning of the idea of being human. Way back, before we partnered with dogs, before we partnered with horses, we were making that sweet, sweet stuff. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of a, a good R&B song right there by the Four Tops. <laughs> Praise be. Well, we have one amazing choice that we got to make right now. I don't know if it's going to be as simple as I describe it right now. We're in the middle of the riddle here, and I'm just trying to respond to your conversation with me. I feel you in the room with me right now, people. And if you really want to communicate, come to our website, revbilly.com. R-E-V, Victor, B-Boy, I-L-L-Y, revbilly.com. We're waiting for you right behind that homepage. And we can get on the phone, you know, we can get on the ham radio, we can visit you. Maybe we live down the street from each other. The Church of Stop Shopping, we are a singing group. We're singing activists. Eventually, we might be touring in your town. And then we can meet for real, like we did last year in New Orleans. A lot of the people that put us up and helped us in the Big Easy there, we were in touch through our offline community, which we call Earth Alluyaville. They were residents and we were residents in Earth Alluyaville. And so when we arrived, we were greeted by these folks that we already had an offline experience with. We'd already traded addresses. It starts with just swapping emails, but Earth Alluyaville is, you might consider joining us in our new offline town. We are striving to be in contact on a human scale. And if they reopen this economy, that would be the kind of place we would want to have open, would be the shops, where there are real people there. The chain stores financed by Wall Street, not so much. <laughs> they could stay shut. They don't pay their people enough. They break their unions. Let's find new ways for those folks to work. And the reason that we can make this transition to a human-scale economy is because all it takes really is sharing. We have the resources. And this is already starting. We're already making these CSAs with the farmers' markets. The permaculture people are reaching out to the people that are trapped in their houses. We're making gardens. We're sharing. We're planting more this spring. Going to have more of the fruits of the land coming to us. Nature is ready. All we have to do is drive less. We know that. We've already been talking about how the natural world is talking to us through the colors and the bird song. We're feeling that communication. That's an encouragement to us to communicate with each other. The earth is at the basis of a real community. That comes home to me again and again and again. But saying that right now on the radio, it feels like some kind of Faith. It feels like a mystical, <laughs> a mystical belief, but it's just so basic. When we have a commons, when we have a green commons in the middle of our town, in the middle of our neighborhood, where we can meet and talk, 
When we take the commons back from the rich people who always want to dominate the parks, when we own that commons together as, as local residents, as neighbors, then we begin to have a conversation. We reclaim a kind of music, a kind of duet. We become choirs in that magical singing that is being people, being people together, making that community. And the reason that I keep bringing up the earth as the solution is that we make a kind of ecosystem. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah. 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 Yeah. The, that's the Earth Hallelujah chorus. The Stop Shopping Chorus has been singing that lately, just replacing Hallelujah, just getting the Christianity out of the way. Yeah, we worship the Earth. We worship life. That's the basis of an intimate community, a happy community. You know, where we take care of each other's children, where we console each other in times of sorrow. Lots of that going on right now. We share each other's happiness when somebody's feeling good. That secret to happiness can be shared. We can help people up and down the street like we do when we cheer for the frontline caregivers at 7 p.m. That's what we do here in New York. We're all out there cheering at 7 o'clock. I know you probably have your own cheering, clapping, thanking the frontline caregivers in your town. That is the key, that cheering, that gratitude, forgiveness, loyalty, curiosity, sharing, sharing the skills. How can I help you? How can I be of service? That's the basis of that ecosystem. It's right there in how we cheer, how we call out to each other, like that bird on the branch, singing, singing. Oh, we've got a lot in us that doesn't get spoken, doesn't get sung isn't out there in that corporate economy. You want that corporate economy to come back, don't you, people? Wall Street spies listening to me right now. Police spies, control freaks listening to me right now. I know what you want from us. I know how you put that invisible fear and those invisible chemicals in the air and how those forces are coming down on us because you're afraid. Why be afraid? Enter the neighborhood. Come in here. You know, take off that uniform. Take off that badge. Leave that gun somewhere with the bullets not in the gun. We need to all join together now. We need to all join together now. That is safety. That is trust. That is security. In the nonviolent way, let's make that ecosystem. Oh, and all you have to do is let that First Amendment fly right now. Oh, now coming up Saturday morning, we're going to be out there again, and the police are going to be badgering us and threatening us. The last two times I was out there protesting, got arrested both times. Now you're trying to tell us that if we maintain social distancing and put that mask on our face and keep it there, that we cannot gather. 
if we follow the safety protocol, if we do what the doctors tell us we have to do, but we want to speak out because this society must change, needs the First Amendment now as never before. Now you call that a gathering. So you call gathering together with a point of view to teach you, to change you. You call that risking health. You call that inviting the coronavirus. No, that's a false dilemma. And our mayor and our governor are both backing that. And the NYPD, you come up with your bullhorns and you say, the governor and the mayor said this. No, the First Amendment precedes that. That's got a bigger bullhorn than you've got. The First Amendment is what we have already. We have fought for that. My father fought for that in World War II. You can't take that from us. You can put me in jail again and again and again. You cannot take from us speaking freely. When we speak freely, we have a better chance of making that neighborhood. We have a better chance of the earth coming in to us and cycling through us. Me to you, you to me. Oh, I'm talking about a mystery. <laughs> I'm talking about our best angels. It starts like it did at the beginning of this half hour. It starts with the freedom of expression, freedom of religion, freedom of press, freedom to gather, freedom to protest. And now we're going to say goodbye. Earth hallelujah. Contact us. We'll contact you back. We're making a community right now. I'm so grateful that you were with me today. Grateful to be with you. Earth hallelujah. Amen. Goodbye.